The Lord wants you to see what he sees. That is the announcement of God for you this morning on October 5th. Today is October 5th, Thursday. This is the word of the day. Took a day off on yesterday because I, I didn't have the release from God. And so uh, as soon as I get something from the Lord, I'll be here. But, uh, when the Lord has nothing, I, I won't be here. So just so grateful for the opportunity to come and speak into your spirit today. God wants to speak into your spirit. And from what God showed me in prayer this morning, he is really concerned about your perspective. He is really concerned about your sight. Glory to God. He is really concerned about the way you are seeing what he is doing. God is giving you a higher perspective. God is inviting you to have a higher perspective. The Lord took me uh, in prayer this morning up on a perch to see differently. He, he caused me to see higher and he invited me to share with you that he wants you to see what he sees. Here's the struggle with us. We live in a world that is fallen, but we serve a God who is eternal. He is holy, righteous, and he lives inside of us and he's birthed us by his spirit in order to bring his will to pass, to bring the kingdom of God into the earth. And so we're here to restore the original design of God. And so we can't be so caught up in what we see. The Lord sent me to tell you that the situation you're in is designed to give you a higher perspective in God. God is giving you a fresh vision for your life. I'm going to say this again. God is releasing fresh vision for your life. I'm not saying God is renovating or or issuing a brand new vision. For some of you, he is. He's ushering you into such a newness that your life is going to look nothing like it has. But some of you, it's God renewing the vision. He's bringing you back to what he said before to give you a higher perspective of what you're dealing with in the natural realm. He is doing a new thing right now. I've been prophesying about how we entered into the Hebrew year 5784 on September 15th and 16th, and that it's the year of the door. It's the door of surrender. It's the door of opportunity. It's the door of humility. Those of us who are humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God will be elevated. You will be elevated in new dimensions in your relationship with the Lord because Jesus himself is the door. God is releasing fresh encounters with Jesus Christ. God wants you to see him, see Christ in a brand new, fresh way. God is giving you new vision for your life. And the Bible says in Isaiah 43, verse 19, good morning to you. Yes. Hi. He is saying, behold, I will do a new thing now it shall spring forth. God is doing it now. Here's the understanding I want you to have. What is already happening in the spirit is what you need to be praying into. I'm going to say this again. Whatever's already happening in the spirit realm, in the unseen realm, is what you need to be praying into. How do we know what's going on in the unseen realm? God has spoken it into your spirit. God has revealed the things. It, the Bible says God reveals things to his children. They are forever for his children. They are hidden from those who are not his, but the secrets of God belong to those who are his. And so you have access to the secret, a secret place of the Lord, his most holy place, and he's speaking secrets into your spirit. Now, you might not always have words. This is what's sometimes very difficult is you might not always have words to say what God has spoken into your spirit, but you've got to press into his heart so that you can put language 
even if you have to write it down. The Bible says, write it down, write the vision, make it plain. Why? Because God can put so much into your spirit that you've got to translate what God has spiritually downloaded inside of you. And God's saying, I will do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. And then he asks a question. And whenever God asks a question, we should pause and we should ask ourselves, what is the answer to the question? Sometimes we don't have an answer. Like the prophet said, Lord, you know, when he said, Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? But in this case, God wants you to have an answer. He says, shall you not know it? He's saying, I'm doing a new thing. It's springing forth right now in the unseen. Realm. What I need you to do is answer me a question. Do you know it? That word for know is the word yada. That word for know, it means to be intimately, uh, intimately connected to or intimately familiar with something. He wants you to, to intimately understand what God is doing in your specific life. Somebody pardon, somebody pardon me for the, for the light. He wants you to know what exactly he's doing in your life. He then goes on to say, I will even make a road in the wilderness. So some of us, you're in the wilderness and you're thinking this, this means you're out of the will. It means that you've been disobedient. Now, look, God certainly allows the wilderness to correct us and direct us. So I'm not saying that is not happening. What I'm saying is when we have a higher perspective, what we understand is God is making a way out of the wilderness. And it's through making that way out and meeting him there, encountering him as the door, the way of escape, the gate of access. It's where we perceive what God is doing and we manifest it into the natural. He's inviting you to meet him where his vision is. God is inviting you to meet him where his vision is coming alive. He says, I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert where you've been feeling dry. God is presenting you an opportunity to be refreshed by his spirit. He empties us so that we can come to him. He empties us so that we can be filled by what? By his Holy Spirit. He empties us so that we can have a new capacity, a greater capacity to be stretched and expanded in who we are in God. So I'm here to encourage you that God wants you to take on a higher perspective. Will you not see it? Will you not know it? That word also means to perceive. Will you not perceive it? I came on here and the first things I said was God wants you to see what he sees. He wants you to perceive it. He wants you to have a perception that is spiritual. He wants you to be a spirit led being. The Bible says that the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. We are not led by our natural senses. Somebody needs to hear the, the Lord this morning. You are not to be led by your natural senses. Listen to Isaiah 55, verses eight and nine. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, your ways, rather my ways, says the Lord. He says, the way you want to go is not my way. He says, the way you're thinking is not my thoughts. He says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. He's sending you into a season of upgrade. God is upgrading you in your perception. God is upgrading you in his spirit. God is upgrading you in the kingdom of God. God is upgrading your vision. God is upgrading your understanding because it's by our sight that we understand what God is doing. God is looking, looking literally to supersede your thoughts with thoughts. I want you to type in the chat, God, I give you my mind. 
Somebody needs to type this out. God, I give you my mind. I surrender my mind to you. I surrender my heart. So the heart is intricately connected to the mind. We perceive life through our heart. The Bible says, keep your heart diligently for out of your heart are the issues of life. The things we're dealing with in life have to do with our thought life, our heart. Our heart is expressed through the way we think. As a man thinks, so is he. Somebody needs to hear the Lord. So God is wanting to supersede your thoughts with his thoughts. His thoughts are higher. Somebody needs to type, God, I give you my mind. I give you my mind today. Listen, that's the assignment on my life right now, to ask you to give God your mind. Give him permission to Flip tables inside of your heart. Come on. Jesus saw that the people were turning his temple into a den of thieves. He saw that they were carnal inside of the temple of God. He said, my my father's house should be a house of prayer. My father's house should be a house of communion. My vessel, my body, the temple of the Holy Spirit, my personage should be a place where communion is happening and where my thoughts are not agreeing with the thoughts of God. God is saying, cast down Every imagination and every high thing that seeks to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Come on, somebody. We need to cast these imaginations down. They are vain imaginations. They will not prosper. So when you find yourself doubting, somebody bless the Lord. When you find yourself yourself wavering, when you find yourself double-minded, meaning you've got one course on this side and another course on this side, God says, choose the Lord's side. God's question to you is, who is on the Lord? Lord's side today. Are you on the Lord's side? Will you not perceive what I'm doing, says God? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways. He says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. What is heaven? Heaven is pure. Heaven is the throne room of God. Heaven is his dwelling place. Literally, God is saying just as different as heaven is from earth. Earth is fallen. Earth is unclean. Come on. Earth needs to be removed. It's going to melt one day. God's going to melt the earth and bring a new earth. Listen, because the earth is fallen, we cannot live with a fallen mindset. Somebody needs to bless God. We cannot live this life with a fallen mindset. God wants to rearrange your thoughts with his thoughts. God wants to push aside the synapses of your natural mind and begin to put the mind of Christ into your spirit. He wants to place his thoughts into your heart in order to direct your path. He wants to implant his word into your heart so that you can perceive his heart. This is where we miss it sometimes. We think the word of God is for us. No, the word of God is for us and God. We are to co-labor. We are to receive God and walk with God as we receive. We're not supposed to just walk walk it out and God's not with us. Somebody bless God. We're to take his mind and then bring his mind with us. The Bible says, your word have I hid in my heart so I might not sin against you. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. What is God saying? He's saying for us to walk with him is to take him with us. Why did Jesus wash the disciples' feet and that's all he washed? Because he was cleansing their pathway. He was cleansing their direction. He was he was anointing them and and commissioning them to walk with him. Or as he said, follow me. How can I follow God? I have to hear and perceive his voice and follow what he shows me. This is how I'm going to break that down. I'm going to break down what I just said. 
because what I just said might have sounded like it didn't make sense. You see, he says, shall you not perceive it? You see with the ear of your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as I hear God speaking in prayer, as I hear God, as I'm reading his word, the idea is that I'm beginning to come into faith and agreement with what I cannot see in the natural. And so it's what I hear in the discerning of my spirit that allows me to see how God sees. Watch this. In 2 Kings chapter 6, it's where we have the story of Elisha and he's facing the Syrian army and he looked like he was by himself. They're coming after him because he had been given spiritual sight into Syria and he knew exactly what the Syrian army was going to do. And so the king of Syria was saying, we got to go get this prophet because he's giving Israel the upper hand. He sees what God is seeing. He is actually involved in our military strategy meetings and he's not even present. And so we need to go get this guy. And so he's surrounded and Elisha's servant, it says he arose early and saw that the army was surrounding the city with horses and chariots. This is verse 15. And his servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? This is where we can be sometimes, right? We, we, we're walking with God. So imagine this is a servant talking to God. What shall we do? His mind is being filled with doubt because of what he sees in the natural. His mind is now is in the earth instead of in the spirit. God wants to give you a higher perspective. He wants your perspective to be in heaven. He wants your mind to be in heaven with him. You are currently seated in heavenly places with Christ. That's the word of God. And so you have access to the throne room. You have access to the council of the spirit. And so he's saying, what shall we do? Meaning I'm afraid. In verse 16, Elisha said, do not fear. Oh, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. He's talking about the angel armies. Verse 17, and Elisha prayed, and this is my prayer for you this morning. He said, Lord, I pray you open his eyes that he may see. Oh, bless the Lord. Good morning to everyone. He prayed that he would see, and it says the Lord opened the eyes of the young man he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. He came into an upgrade of his sight. His mind was renewed. He began to think like God. He took on God's thinking. He had God's insight, God's strategy for the situation he's in. Have you gotten God's strategy for what it is God has put you in? in the wilderness, in the desert? Have you got God's escape plan? Oh, have you heard what God is doing, the new thing? Do you perceive it? Now, what's interesting about the Hebrew word that's used to, to be, uh, to be uh, used as the word open is that it means to open the eyes and the ears. So when Elisha said, open his eyes that he may see, he was not just saying open his eyes with his natural sight, he was talking about his ear, his hearing. He's talking about senses. So you see by what you hear. This is what I was just talking about. You see by what you hear in the spirit realm. You see by the rhema word and the logos word of God. When God speaks prophetically, meaning he speaks directly a God-breathed, inspired word specific to your situation that might not be written in the scripture, but he's giving you direction for a thing and it in, is in total agreement with scripture. That is a rhema word. It is the prophetic anointing on your life in that situation. God says all can prophesy. 
all can hear the mind of God. God wants you to have his mind in his heart. And so you see by what you hear. So that means to see, that word that is translated as see actually means to see with your eyes, your mind, or your spirit. So listen to what this scripture is saying. Elisha was basically saying, he prayed and asked the Lord to give him eyes and ears that could see by the spirit and a mind that was open, a mind that could receive by the spirit. So you see by the ear of your heart. Can you see your heart? I'm not talking about the heart that has four chambers and a ventricle and all of that. No, I'm talking about the spirit heart. God is spiritually discerned. What God is saying is spiritually discerned. You see from the ear of your heart. The word heart has the word ear in the middle of it. Why why does the Bible say hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying? Because God says, I'm directing your life by what you hear. Man shall live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You are to live off of the mouth of God. You are to live off of the morning and the evening manna. You are to live off of the dew of heaven in the morning. And the the latter rain, the former rain, the spirit of God is with you. He is your companion. He is your parakletos, the one who walks with you, beside you. You are to. You see what he's seeing because you have access to who he is at all times. God is spiritually discerned. So whatever you're dealing with in your desert or your wilderness, God's saying, do you perceive it? Meaning, are you with me? Are you hearing me? Are you perceiving by your eyes in the spirit? We must hear what the spirit is saying to the church. We have to hear with our senses that are unseen senses. What does the Bible say in 2 Corinthians 5, 7? Walk by faith, not by sight. We are told, we are commanded not to walk by sight. Somebody needs to hear the Lord. So the Lord says, don't walk by what's in your bank account. Oh, bless God. Jesus had to ask Peter to go find some money to pay his taxes. And he said, Peter, go fishing. He heard the Lord say, go and tell Peter to go and put a line and a hook and put it in that pond over there. And we're going to pull up the money you need for taxes. Jesus was not concerned about finances. He was not walking according to his finances. This is just one example. You're not to walk according to your health status. You're to perceive what God is doing right now. He says, I'm doing it right now, a new thing. I'm doing it right now. Do you see it? Do you perceive it? Are you hearing me and are you seeing what I'm seeing through what you hear? Are you taking on faith by what you hear so that you can perceive what I'm doing in your life? So while you might not see in the natural realm what God is doing in the spirit, you have the substance of what God is doing when it is perceived in your spirit by what you hear. What you hear from God goes into your spirit and it gives you the substance of the thing you're hoping for. What does Hebrews 11 say? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. God is saying, by what you hear, I download the substance for you to apprehend that which I have for you. I download the perception of the unseen assignment of what you're going through. I download the unseen goal. I download the unseen strategy. I download the unseen courage. I download the unseen commitment. I download the unseen faith into your spirit. And it's the substance for you to live on. He wants you to eat 
that which he downloads into your spirit and use that as nourishment. That's why fasting is so powerful because it takes us out of the natural way of eating and being nourished. And it takes us into the spiritual realm of being nourished where his word is more and more important and more valuable to us than when we're not fasting. We are seeking his word. We are seeking to hear and perceive what he's doing right now. We're seeking strategy. We're seeking answers. We're seeking solutions that he's been speaking, but we couldn't hear. Faith comes by hearing. And it says, by faith, we understand. Oh, by faith. So when you don't have understanding about something you're going through, oh God, somebody needs to bless God for this answer. Somebody's been praying for this. I bless God for me to be here for you because you've been praying. Why don't I understand what I'm going through? Because you haven't yet listened to what God is saying about it and allowed him to download the substance of what he's doing into your mind so that you can have faith to agree with what he's doing and then by faith have understanding. Oh, I praise God for the word of God because it clarifies. The word of the Lord is right and all of his works are done in truth. All of his works are done inside of his word. Everything God does is inside the boundaries of his word. God puts his, his word as higher than his, his name. His word cannot be changed. And so when he speaks his word into your spirit, you need to eat it as nourishment and receive it as nutrition and substance. That word substance, it means this is something you can rely on. You can put take it to the bank. It's, it's currency. You can cash this check and know that the money's coming. That faith in what he's spoken is all that you need. I'm going to say it again. Faith in what he has spoken is all that you need. That's how you will see how God sees. He's giving you a higher perspective. Father, in the name of Jesus, I impart vision to your people now. God, open their eyes so they may see right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for spiritual perception, spiritual sight, sight that guides, sight that, oh God, casts away fear, sight that clarifies the call of God, the assignment, the sight that clarifies the action steps. I pray you clarify the action steps. Indeed, God, I pray you impact our behavior in this season in Jesus' name. And I impart this vision on you in the name of the Lord. May you walk in the vision of God. I declare in G Jesus name, some of you who have not had dreams and visions in a long time, some of you have never had dreams and visions. I proclaim now in your hearing, you're gonna begin to dream again, or you're gonna begin to dream in the, in the name of Jesus. And you will dream in technicolor. You will dream in color and the Lord will begin to teach you how to understand what he's speaking to you in the spirit realm. He's gonna seek to show you what he is saying because he's gonna increase your faith and increase your hunger and thirst after righteousness. He's increasing your faith right now. God, somebody needs to type, thank you for faith. Somebody needs to say, thank you for faith. Listen, what I'm doing right now is giving you something to hear so that you can have faith. Faith comes by hearing. So the assignment of God is for those of us who are proclaimers of Jesus to give you something to believe. We are giving you substance so that you can have faith and live. Somebody needs to hear the Lord. The word of the Lord is life. Jesus says, my words are spirit and they are life. 
And so you hearing and perceiving the word of God gives you life. You've been looking for direction in your life where your life is bound up in the word of God. What did I say earlier? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He's saying, listen, that bread you eat is good for your body, but your spirit, man, that thing that really counts is going to be led by my voice. So it behooves you to get his voice every day. I'm going to say it again. It behooves you to get his voice every single day, every morning before you step out of your house. Get the word of the Lord. That's an assignment from God. Every day, get in the face of God. Listen, write it down. Get the word of the Lord. That's my assignment. And my assignment is complete. I praise God for this opportunity to bring you the word of the day. And the word of the day is God wants you to see what he sees. I pray you go in the peace of God. May he bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. I will see you here tomorrow if the Lord gives me a word. Until then, bye.